If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. Yeah, man. Okay. If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. Yep. Well, you all may hear that I sound a little froggy today. I am um, struggling. I don't know what this is. I got this sinus uh, congestion. I've been fighting it. Took a day off yesterday. You know, I don't take a day off. I am not the one who's sick. But yesterday I decided to um, stay in bed and rest my nerve. My body got some rest, but my nerves didn't get too much rest. And I am still fighting this congestion. But I had to come on in here today because I had to let you know that it's Thursday. And if it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. And you're just going to have to please, please, please bear with this sinus congestion I have. I think it's allergies. You know, I don't know whether the weather, one day it's 70, the next day it's 30. And I think some, some places the flowers are blooming. Uh, other, the next day there's icicles on the trees. So I think it might be allergy. Um, I really don't know. But I know that God's grace is sufficient and this too will pass. I hope the weather is good where you are. Uh, it's down in here in Richmond today. It's pretty, it's pretty nice and pretty uh, decent. And we have a great, 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 great uh, show for you today. We'll be talking to my bishop doctor, my bishop pastor doctor, Bishop Horace E. Smith. Uh, and if you would come to Healthy Churches 2020, our national conference in November, you know Bishop Smith because he is always there. He is my right and my left hand of this conference and he does a for pastors only workshop. Uh, you know, just giving pastors and mentoring pastors on how to have a healthy congregation because a healthy church begins with a healthy pastor. And uh, so we're just happy to be talking to Bishop Horace Smith. Uh, you may know um, that uh, he is the senior pastor of the Apostolic Faith Church in Chicago, Illinois. And he's also an attending physician specializing in pediatric hematology oncology at the Ann and Robert Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago. He is the doctor and the preacher, or the preacher and the doctor. He is a gifted, a gifted man with a passion for God's word. I think he's built about two or three churches in uh, in Chicago, in the in the hood, in the south side of Chicago, and every time he builds a bigger church, he fills them up. He just is a powerful man of God, a practical man of God, and that's why he's my friend because he is just a practical, a practical preacher, a practical doctor. So, just um, relax. You may want to take some notes. We're going to be talking about the the pastor today's pastor in today's community, the community church. Where is the community church? Where is our church today? We have so much struggle, so many mm, trials and tribulations. And where is the community 
church. So we're excited. Uh, get you know, just sit back and uh, get some paper and a pencil because the bishop, the bishop, pastor, doctor, we're getting ready to have a serious conversation with Bishop Horace E. Smith. And you know, even though I'm foggy today, even though my 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 voice is a little foggy, guess what? It is Thursday, and if it is Thursday, it's me. It's Doctor P on the pod. You know, I um. I love you for many reasons, but your ministry is so holistic. You know, I mean, you, you know, we know that you're the bishop and you got the MD, but your ministry encapsulates both all of you, mm. you know? And I think that one of the things I struggle with is, you know, the relevancy of the community church. Yes. You know, uh, as someone said to me, you know, we grew up when the pastor was the pastor of the community. Yes. Now the pastor is the pastor of the church. All right. You know what I mean? And and I think that we we need we how do we get back that sense of ownership of the yeah. church for the community? You know, um, and that's 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 my that's my struggle. When we look at so much devastation in our community, you know, something happened when we began to close Move up out. and put a, and put gates up. And I understand why we put gates up. I, I do. I do. But when we put gates up, we also shut out and we didn't we didn't open up, you know. And and so the I struggle with where is that the strength, the root of um, of the community that has always been the church. And yes. You know, we don't we we don't have nothing else. Right. We do not have anything else except that institutional church. Well, it, and yeah. that institutional church is not working for so many bishops. So what do we do? Well, you know, in, in part, you know, success can also be your quote unquote downfall. Y- yes. So as as the you, you're right, the, the church, the traditional church, it's all we had. So we had every social economic strata in the church mm-hmm. and we lived together. Right. 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 But as we became more quote unquote affluent and not only just moved out. But we, we didn't only move out geographically. We moved out philosophically. We moved out socially. And so now uh, it's become almost as if we come into the church to preach a sermon, to do whatever, and then we leave. Mm-hmm. Church is community right. by its very nature so that uh, in, our, in our church we've been blessed. Our church location has been there for 101 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. Now, we've built different institutions, but we stayed when the people were moving out south and out west in Chicago. The Lord told us, no, stay where you are. Mm-hmm. So the, the point there is that we stayed in the community. It's important for us not to forget where we came from. So the vision of the, of the pastor is really critical, that you have to encompass everybody. Mm-hmm. The academic world, the, the civic world, uh, business. Mm-hmm. I believe the church has to be the center of everything mm-hmm. so that whether it is education, whether it is um, uh, civic, business, uh, uh, health, whatever it is, the church really has to become a, the epicenter. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you farm it out to the other experts in your community. Mm-hmm. But without that tie as a church being the center, mm-hmm. we become dispersed mm-hmm. and our strength mm-hmm. is dispersed. Mm-hmm. So I think I think you're exactly right. Uh, trying to the Lord bless me, I think, to it. It's almost like uh, like Moses. Mm-hmm. I mean, Moses was was a Jew. Mm-hmm. 
but his mother had to, and father to give him back to the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. But he learned the arts and sciences of the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. So now he's accepted in Egypt. Mm -hmm. He is one of the best in Egypt, but then he never loses his own self-consciousness of being a Jew. Right. So now he combines the power of the science of the Egyptians mm -hmm. with the moral values of his Jewish heritage mm -hmm. and is able now to bring the people together. Mm -hmm. I think we, you know, you talked about a little bit earlier with the doctor about clinical trials. We must participate in clinical trials. We must. Somebody say, well, we don't trust them. Well, again, our elders must become educated in what that means. Mm -hmm. They're not experimenting on you. Mm -hmm. The only way that when I became an intern back in 1976, the five-year survival for ALL, common leukemia in kids, was less than 15%. Mm -hmm. Today, that survival is 95%. Why? Clinical trials. Clinical trials. We learned by combining what we knew with new drugs and new therapies we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And now these, the people who are diagnosed today get the benefit along with those who join the clinical trials. Mm -hmm. They're living. Mm -hmm. You've got to understand mm -hmm. that advancement means you must take some risk right. as long as the ethical background of, this, of the trial right. keeps you protected. Mm -hmm. And that's what we don't know, that the IRB is not every institution they have community leaders. They have business leaders. They cannot experiment on you like they did That's in right. the, as you said, the U.S. Public Health Service study at, at Tuskegee. Tuskegee. They cannot do that anymore. They cannot do they, that. They cannot do that So that anymore. you are somewhat protected. And as the doctor said, ask questions. You know, there's always a name on that clinical trial. If you have any uncomfortability, don't call the trial uh, directors. Call this number. Right. Somebody who's independent. That's right. So our people must be educated to take advantage of what is and then get the benefit as well. We really do. We really have to get involved with clinical trials uh, in a major, and precision medicine. Yes. You know, and uh, ge genome, genetic research, all, all of that. It, it is critical because they've mapped all of this stuff on someone that doesn't look like us. Right. And so the impact of that study is not going to do anything well, for well, us. Well, our fears come from our, from our experience. You know, I'm in hematology. I can remember in the 70s, Right now, in every state in the union, every child born in the U.S. has a hemoglobin test at birth. Mm -hmm. It took us almost 50 years to get black folk and others to buy into that. Because mm. rightfully so, they thought, well, if my child gets tested and they're positive, they'll have higher insurance rates, they'll be ostracized. But at the same time, if you're not tested and you wait until they're three and four, they may die. Mm. So we have to understand, you, you, you've got to trust the benefit the genome, you know, who wants people to know what your genetic propensity is if you have the highest rates of cancer, diabetes, maybe that's going to be a negative impact. But at the same time, if we can identify you early on, we can stop the disease from progressing. Mm -hmm. So it's a double-edged sword where we have to be, have balance. That's right. So people like us who have access to knowledge have to be the spokespersons that want to say, no, do this. Here's what you have to sign up for. Here's what that means so that you, you, you're not vulnerable to the negative aspects of it. Mm -hmm. the, the human genome has been mapped. You know, right. Pandora's box, once it was opened, you can't put it back it's in. It's out there. It's it, it, out there. It's like our kids in the Internet. It's out there. It's you out cannot there. say to them not to go on the Internet. You must equip them to handle what's there because right. what's there is not going back. That's right. That's right. So, Bishop, you know, you work with a lot of pastors around the world, <laughs> Chicago, nationally, around the world. Yes. So I want to get back to uh, this comment, you know, because, you know, I, I love my pastors. 
you know, what? let's talk about that pastor who just doesn't want to move. What is yeah. the fear? What is the fear? Yes, you know, I, I love my colleagues in, in ministry, but um, in a positive way, in a negative way, the pastor is the key. Because the imagery in our community is, as you heard earlier, trust and commitment to the man of God. So we give to these pastors, they inherit power, they inherit influence. But what they must learn is with every, all power and influence comes responsibility. They can't have it, but not be prepared to use it in a positive way for the community. So I think we have to have a better handle on uh, even influence our pastors in a, in a positive way, but almost demanding that they be trained in these areas. In my church, there's some areas I'm not, I'm not very good at, but I do have enough sense to know this. I hire people who are good at those things. Mm-hmm. So he, doesn't have, he or she doesn't have to be the one to know everything, but he or she, are, they're the symbol to our people. Symbols are very powerful. So you call me Bishop Smith right away. I gain respect, respectability. That's right. But the question is, if, if I'm called Bishop Smith, but don't have Bishop knowledge, then it's a <laughs> negative to our people That's because right. I sit in That's the position, right. but I don't leverage the positive influence. So we've got to be able to respect these men and women, but also in some real way, hold them accountable. And, and you know, pastors, sometimes it's, it's us against them. I think in our church, it's not like that. We are true partners. Uh, we, the pew is very powerful, but the pulpit has the highest leverage mm-hmm. so that we have to make sure that the people who inhabit those seats and who uh, preach to us are prepared and accountable. And that has to be a community project where I know your frustration. You know, I'm a bishop. Sometimes we have curricula to, to train our pastors. And oftentimes the ones who need it the most don't show up. Don't show and then they complain that, what is the church doing for me? Well, if you show up, we can equip you where, you, you know, when I became a pastor, I realized areas I, I didn't know about, mm-hmm. but there were curricula, there were seminaries. I, I can go and learn. Mm-hmm. I, I think the number one thing is that true pastors have to be lifelong learners yes. and unafraid of areas where they are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Today, down, right down the hall, they have a workshop on sexuality in the church. Mm-hmm. I said the, the church has to stop being silent about ears that it that is uncomfortable about because the church has to be what you get positive and accurate knowledge. We must talk about sexuality to our young people and not allow their friends and the Internet and the environment to educate them. Mm-hmm. But if the church is silent because the pastor is uncomfortable, you don't have access to it. We've got to make sure that those persons are well trained and that they are accountable. And there's no there's no positive way to put it. We must make our pastors, me included, accountable to the community. Gotta well, Bishop, you're doing it. You, you, I'm you know, trying. You know, don't get. I'll say this. The last thing I'll say, I, I have some people in my church who are seniors like me. And I, I say to them in a halfway kidding way, but in a real way, I tell them, don't you leave here. Don't, <laughs> don't leave with these young folk. No, these young folk, they're very good, but they're not ready. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to yeah, say this. Yeah. They'll it, come through. Yeah, it, it may be a little, little bit self-aggrandizement. The Lord told me they don't have what you have. You must get it to these young people. Mm-hmm. We, Vanessa, you, your vitality, your drive, those gifts, your tradition, they must be deposited 
into a quorum of young people. I'm trying. They've got the they've got the other stuff. You know, they got they got the knowledge and all that. That's right. But sometimes, you know, those things that we were given as gifts from God and I, I think unique things, you gotta. I, I'm trying my best. How do I transfer? You know, they say, Doc, you always vigorous. You go, you almost seven. I said, Look. I'm trying. I'm trying to give we, you everything I know. Sometimes right? they're not receptive, but but keep on trying. <laughs> you keep on trying. I am. I, hey, I, yes. and I told my my older ones, don't y'all leave me here with these young people. <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel the same way, Bishop. You know, I just love you so much. You know, and um, I just love you. I, just, I, I love every every aspect of you, and I love your support. And, Thank you. You know, and I know that we are. It is yet to be seen the greatness yeah. of, um, of of our partnership. We're going to do some great things. We're going to do some great things. We're going to we do have, some great things. Well, I think that we have been placed in the kingdom yes. for a time like this. For a time like so, this. So don't, don't get tired. You can get discouraged for a day. You know, go to a spa, take some days <laughs> off, and then come back and do the work. Listen, y'all, if it's no, Thursday. You, hey. Hey. It, it, well, I hope you enjoyed uh, the show today. Uh, I hope you got some good notes. Uh, I hope that um, you have been inspired and empowered to just do something different. Just do something different. Or if you're doing the thing, if you're doing some things right, let's do, let's do some things right better. Let's do it better. And let's do more of those things we're doing right because our community is in need of a community, an effective community church. I'm glad you're with me today. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I hope the week you have some good plans, including getting some rest and drinking a lot of water. Let's drink more water and get more rest this weekend. And I'll be right here next weekend, hopefully without a foggy uh, voice. Maybe I still have it. I don't know. But guess what? If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. I'm out. <laughs>